You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, it's Danny, and I am joined by Riley. Hi. It is the 19th today, Wednesday the 19th. I've never said the day before. Girl, I don't know <laughs> what you're doing. But today it's Wednesday the 19th. I'm surprised every time this episode comes out. <laughs> you're like, what do I do? Well, we're doing a, we're doing a podcast? <laughs> it's totally confused with life. Um, we are sitting in fucking cold bedroom today. I know. So uh, our furnace has been out for four days now, and our landlord was supposed to come yesterday, but his furnace guy had a family emergency. No, it was family day. No, they just want to hang out. Yeah. Bullshit. So um, hopefully he's coming today, but yeah, it's it's cold. We're sitting under our heated blanket. We're like trying to warm the place with an oven. I look like I'm camping. Homeless person. (laughs) (laughs) Not glamping over here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We can literally see each other's breath. That is not like a dramatization. It's legit. Can see each other's breath. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, first and foremost, I have the, like, the statistical thing on my um, phone that shows where everyone, like, tunes in from. Love stats. <laughs> Me and my stats. I love stats. <laughs> I love knowing things. And, um, yeah, it's been really cool to see where listeners come in from. So, obviously, the top is Canada, followed by the U.S. And then there's U.K., Finland, India, New Zealand, France, yeah. Poland, Sorry, I just had a moment of pride. I'm New like, Zealand. Yes. Literally just your mom. Um, <laughs> I would be, I hope not. <laughs> uh, Poland, Brazil, Spain, Mexico, and Thailand. And then in in um, the States, the top one is California. And then Texas, New York, Arizona, Rhode Island, Illinois, Maryland, Oregon, Georgia, Michigan, Florida, Virginia, Indiana, and Ohio. <laughs> Damn, girl, we got some yeah. reach. Yeah, it's, been, it's really so cool. We're so worldly. <laughs> so cultured. Um, no, it's really cool to, like, just, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, if you guys are from anywhere, even Vancouver, I guess I could listen to you, too. But um, always, like, hit us up and tell us what it's like wherever you're from, because we're quite limited in our experience in sex work in different areas. So, yeah, get at us. Yeah. Um... I had the dance class on February 10th, and it was great. It was a good turnout, and um, the ladies were just awesome. As always, there's a variety of, like, skill level and age, and I love that because... (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm, like, playing with my hair, and I just, like, dropped, like, my (laughs) locks all over her her bedroom. (laughs) Get a little piece of me. Add it to my voodoo doll. (laughs) Um, Since I went to Red Carry On. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and the ladies were awesome. It's always a good time. Um, my girlfriend said that I'm intimidating, which I don't think I am. But I think it's just because I'm a very, like, strong force. Mm-hmm. Um, that especially if you're already, like, kind of out of your comfort zone. I'm like, hey, what up, bitch? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so funny and, you say that. Because I remember, like, the first time we met you, uh, I met you, um... We were doing that self-defense class. Yes, yes, And um, it was you and Sasha. Mm. And I, like, it was, like, pre the club for me. So I was Oh, right. You hadn't even been down to the club yet. I was only doing PR work. Mm -hmm. And I walked in, and it was, like, you and Sasha are so intimidated by you guys. And not because I thought you were intimidating, but I just thought you guys were so cool. Oh, thank you. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, like, thought? We yeah, are cool. yeah, now I've realized. <laughs> <laughs> the whole illusion no, came crashing. I was like, I wanted to dance at a club, and you guys dance at a club. And I was like, 
<laughs> yeah. But I th- I've got that my whole life that I'm intimidating. And I think it's just that I'm very, like, headstrong, I think. And mm-hmm. I think for, like, especially for women, it's now more common. But I think even, like, you know, back in my day, <laughs> like, you know, girls are a little more timid. And I've never really been timid. So yeah, I think that's, like... Uh, it's kind of shocking with me. Also, too, in the class, I'll be like, okay, so, and I'll get in front of them and I'll like, grab my vagina and be like, we're going to touch our pussy a lot and we're going to love our body, so you're going to have to get used to touching yourself. Yeah. And there's, like, one move I, I love to do in my classes that's called the taint touch, and you just reach through your legs and, you know, touch, touch your taint. Yeah. <laughs> so I think once you say taint enough in a class, you'll start to loosen up. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really fun. It's always try it with your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Touch each other's taste. But um, yeah, it's always a really good turnout and such a good energy. And I always leave the class totally buzzing. Uh, so I have another class coming up on March eighth at seven to nine p.m. in Vancouver because it's International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. And that's a Sunday. Yeah, it's a Sunday. And I and you'll be at this one. I can finally come. Because you forced me to put on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I think people, I, it's going to be called um, erotic dance class this time. Because I haven't decided if we're really going to focus on chair work or mm-hmm. more floor work this time. Um, we had kind of a balance in the last class. But I think working on just floor, it transitions more for a lot of people. Yeah, I think that could be fun for International Women's Day as well. To have it yeah. really focus on you. Yeah. As opposed to your partner definitely exactly and I think too when people hear lap dance class they think of like exactly like you're doing something for someone else and that's why when I'm in the class I really focus on like this is for you you paid to be here you like watch yourself in the mirror watch how your body moves like look at all the different types of bodies here and like how it's so beautiful that we're all just like feeling ourselves and like and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so fun to do on International Women's Day Mm because it's like you can be so sexy like for yourself and like own that like that your sexuality and own the way you move and your sensuality and it's very empowering once you kind of look at it that way yeah no definitely um yeah so I'm really excited for that class for March 8th so I'm keeping the link in um my personal Instagram at Danad and I'm putting it in the at 50 plus tip Instagram so uh, if you want to hit up tickets or make a friend come with you just click on that link um Valentine's Day what did you do nothing (laughs) (laughs) I know I was at the university and then I went to work, and I had a really shit night. It was my first night back at the club, actually, in like Valentine's Day. Yeah, Oof. I know, because I was alone. I yeah. Guess. Also, you're still in Newstrip, and I feel like you're still figuring out what days to work and yeah. not to work. And I would have hundred percent told you not to work out. I know day. it was also a Friday though, so I was like, well, I'm not really doing anything else. I like mm-hmm. went for dinner and drinks with like a friend beforehand. Went into the club. Made, like, the tiniest bit of money, and then um, my roommate and her girlfriend um, were out dancing, so I just left the club early and went dancing with them, so... Where'd you go? Uh, Studio. They were just there. We didn't uh, know Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to any of the clubs in Vancouver. <clears throat> yeah. Got, I've been to... <clears throat> mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Ooh. to... I went to one. Um, I don't remember what it's called, though. I couldn't help you either. I, I, I know. I went to just one and I, was, I felt so go. fucking old. This, like, year or two ago. Yeah. I felt like I was, like, people's mom. Like, yeah. tuck in your shirt. <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. Did you study your exam tomorrow? Sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up your pants. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I'm not. This is not for me. And the only time I like to be in club and I'm going to sound really bougie is if, like, it's table. Like, I have yeah. a table. I have table service. And I can sit there and, like, watch people be fools yeah. and, like, have no one bump into me. The minute anyone, like, brushes up against me, I'm like, fuck this shit. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Um, I have a couple things to tell you about uh going out dancing on valentine's day okay so i know i talked to you girls in the group but um 
me and my two girlfriends were like standing outside. They were having a smoke. Don't smoke, it's bad. Um, <laughs> Throw that in there. And uh, this guy was like, just came along. We were all chatting. He like bummed a smoke off us. And then he just goes to leave and goes to my friend, oh, like, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to hug you, and, like, kind of leans in for a hug. And so all three of us were like, perfect teaching moment. <laughs> and so we gave him this big, long rundown about how you have to ask for consent, even if it's a hug, and you can't just lean in. And so he, we're, like, standing in front of the bouncers, and we're making him go, may I have a hug? <laughs> we're, like, saying it, like, say it with me. May I have a hug? <laughs> yeah. Um... But it's good. I feel like he really learned that day, you know, with a little bit of shame. <laughs> um, and then I was dancing in the club, and I was just elbows everywhere, trying to avoid people touching me. And this one guy, beautiful, beautiful man, comes up to me, and I'm like, okay, if you touch me, I'm like, I just, I can't deal with this right now. Mm-hmm. He just puts his hand out. He's like, can I dance with you? And I was like, oh, you may. Are you guys talking still? No. Oh, no. Why? why? <laughs> no. You're on dating apps. You want to meet yeah, people. But, and then you meet someone in real life. Like, no, no, no. You're too, <laughs> it's, it's too in the flesh. No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I like I'm, the barrier of a screen. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I, it was just kind of like that moment that we danced in a club. I didn't want to go home with him. I just wanted it to end there. He didn't push for it. He just thanked me for the dance and we went in our separate ways. I don't know. I just felt like it was like a probably the most consensual club moment I've ever had. Nice, I like it. Yeah, so you guys are learning. I know you are. Very, very slowly, but we're getting there. Yeah. Um, everything about the idea of going out makes me like like cringe. I oh, yeah. hate going out. Um, like literally, the only time I want to socialize is like if it's in like a lounge and I am like sitting there with some like some champagne, <laughs> <laughs> some champagne. Just a little bit. He's kind of spat on my computer. Uh, <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, some champagne and just like watching people. Like, I like people watching. The idea of someone coming to talk to me, I'm like, ugh, fuck off. Like, I can't stand it. Just like put out your hand for an instant. Yeah, I'm gonna start handing in my card. (laughs) Like, I'm available this day, this day. Um, but yeah, I think it's my work just screws me with that sense of like, I need to be paid now. Like, I don't feel like doing it for free. And I just, I'm, I was saying this on my mom. My, oh, my dad, or someone, someone that I, someone's, like, genitals that, like, made me. I was talking to one of them, and, okay. um, <laughs> and, um, they're like, oh, like, you're used, you're staying home a lot, because, like, I'm, again, like, staying at their house right now. And I was like, okay, first, like, you guys, You complain bitch, every time you go out. Yeah, you complain every time I leave the house, because you're like, where are you going? When are you getting back? And I feel like I'm, like, 16 again, not mm-hmm. close to 30, and, um. 25. <laughs> yeah. 19. <laughs> I don't think I can push that much anymore. <laughs> 25 size. Um, and yeah, and they're like, yeah, all my ass about going out. But then they're like, you're home too much. I'm like, okay, what do you want? Yeah. I was also, I was saying, give me a schedule here. Yeah. yeah, I was also saying, I'm, I'm a very extroverted introvert, mm-hmm. I like to think. Like, I'm, I can be very on when I need to be, like, if I'm teaching a class or if I'm, like, working, like, I'm in, or in, like, a group. I'm usually the one that speaks the most and I'm very, like, yeah, opinionated and out- outspoken. Um, and I don't get nervous around people, yeah. but I very much value, like, not how to deal with humans <laughs> in yeah, my free yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I don't already like you, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Also, I just, honestly, generally, like, just don't give a shit. 
<laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really care how your date went unless you're a friend of mine. You know, I don't really care. Like, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Okay. Because we had to cut this one a little bit short today because I got stuck in traffic coming here and I have appointments. Um, let's get right into the questions. Yeah. So, we, question we number have. one. How damn titties doing? <laughs> I wanted to start off just letting you know I'm not like other guys. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a friend of mine. He's just being a, okay. he's just being a jackass, and he's hilarious. Also, great info on STDs. Even though I have a good bareback nasal job, I should def start. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. What? Let's <laughs> let's try this again. Hey, don't yuck someone else's yum. <laughs> did you just did you just like chastise yourself for laughing? Yeah. Um, let's try this again. Also, great info on STDs. Even though I love a good bareback nasal job, I should definitely start using protection. Serious part, though. When the two of you were speaking <laughs> on the topic of sexual assault, it got me thinking how interesting or disappointing it is that in a, in quotes, morally corrupt place like prison, men convicted of rape and child abuse are viewed as lesser and punished violently by their fellow inmates. Whereas, in, in quotes, civilized society, the men are protected and excused. Something to think about for sure. Oh yeah, and one other thought. When you are talking about STDs and why they can't, why they don't talk about them in schools, as someone who grew up in the 80s and 90s, I remember getting fairly good education on STDs and prevention and condom use, as it was the height of the AIDS epidemic and Magic Johnson being, being infected with HIV. I seem to remember later in the 90s and early 2000s, all the helicopter parents pushed for censorship of sex ed and participation medals to protect their babies. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I can't really speak about what the sex education is here. Um, you can't even speak with the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I'm so young. I'm so fresh out of the womb. So <laughs> 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 well, what is this, sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something so crazy. <laughs> Do I, I cut down on the editing? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and there's no question in there. It's just more statements, but... Um, thinking, like, we should protect children from everything, we do it a disservice as well. Yeah. Um, because kids should know about sex, and people should know about their bodies, mm-hmm. and as they're going through puberty, the situations, and you're going to come into these uncomfortable situations, or these sexual situations, and how do you properly handle those, and what could be the dangerous impacts if you don't handle them properly. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important we educate people on that, and not, like, in a scare tactic kind of way, but just, like, informative. No, I think so, too. Uh, yeah, I remember in New Zealand, kind of the whole STI conversation was pictures of like uh, genitalia that had these STIs or STDs, and then it was basically like use condoms. End of story. I don't like, think we got that. Really? I don't oh, think yeah. we ever saw. It was unless very, I was doing <clears throat> on my own. <laughs> yeah, it was very much like yeah, blue waffle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blue <laughs> no, it was very much like you will get chlamydia and die. Oh, like, like um, from Mean Girls? Exactly. Don't have sex, you will get pregnant and, and die. die. Yeah. That's what my Mennonite high school was like. Oof. Yeah. I, I don't know if we even had a sex ed, but I do remember. So some of the Mennonite parents were talking to my parents being like, well, our kids don't have sex before marriage, but... You know, something about, like, how boys can't control themselves or, like, very, this, oh, is, wow. this is why I have such an issue with where I came from. But um, they're, like, telling my parents that they're okay with anal sex because then it's not real sex because the women are still virgins then. 
So, mm-hmm. like, the, like, little, like, 16-year-old boys would all, like, ask to fuck their girlfriends, and their parents would be like, pat on the back, good jobs, you guys are still freaking <laughs> so fucked. <laughs> yeah, my high school was fucked. But, um, my mom was like, you're never dating men at because I fucked I'm <laughs> just kidding, but not kidding. Um, but yeah, so I call that the poop hole loophole. <laughs> like, I think most people, like, from where I'm from would call it that, but yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. so good. And then people, like, obviously they don't, a lot of times don't wear condoms for anal sex, because I think, like, about pregnancy stuff, and it's like, you can get so many STDs yeah. from anal sex. Anyways, we ain't gotta go into all that shit again, literally. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Funny today. So funny today. So funny. Um, okay. What else we got here? Question numero two. <laughs> Numero two. two. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, you're so worldly. Um, hey Danny, curious on how you screen your clients for sugaring. Sorry if it has been asked or if I missed it on one of your episodes. Thanks. So we've touched on this on a couple episodes. Um, I know episode 21. Uh, so like two episodes ago, me and you, we've spoken in quite detail about how to stay safe with regards to sugar daddy dates. Um, mm-hmm. So I think definitely check that one out. And some the short of it i'm just gonna list off a bunch of things here so one establish your pay and boundaries right at the start there's no point in wasting time if he wants to do something that you're not comfortable with or that he doesn't want to pay the price you're asking uh two if possible try to reverse image search their photos so you can get a lot of information off someone via mm-hmm. social media or mm-hmm. linked in that way so try to yeah um save their photos reverse image it see what comes up um, you can ask for references, um, of previous sugar babies they've had, but also keep in mind that you can't always trust a reference. Um, there's a hundred percent possibility that, you know, he pays these girls to say nice things about them or Also, if you've ever written a reference for like, you know, I've been a landlord, I've been a boss, yeah, right. like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should hire Dan, she's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's very true. So yeah, take that with a grain of salt for sure. Um, use a burner phone or an app and a fake email with a fake name for corresponding unless you feel it's safe to share your real contact information. Mm-hmm. Next Plus is a really good one for that too. Yeah. I also did text me now or whatever. Yeah, it's another one now. I use. Mm-hmm. And then, um, just like also just for myself, in my opinion, a true sugar daddy understands he has to pay for everything. So if you want, if he wants you to message him dirty, um, tell him he has to pay you first or if he wants your personal phone number or your personal chat or like anything like that like a selfie like he should be willing to pay that and that should be a good indicator if he is true truly a sugar daddy or if he's just someone on a site posing as one to try to you know rip girls off because there are a lot of guys on sites that are like that and then of course like he must pay me for the time um for our first meet and that's also to show that he actually does have, you know, in quotes, sugar and isn't like a little salt daddy. So um, if he can't even pay a little bit to prove he's legit, then I'm out. So I would recommend that um, because men that have a lot of money and are entering into a sugar baby, sugar daddy relationship completely understand that they are providing money. So if he's fighting you not to provide money, then clearly he's not a true sugar daddy. But I don't know. What do you think? I'm like literally on seeking arrangements right now. <laughs> I know. I keep Go trying. On. But no, I completely agree with what you said and I know that we've uh, done um, done this topic on like a, another couple episodes. I really love the reversed uh, reverse image shit search. <laughs> image <laughs> shit. 
Um, and I did that with the sugar uh, experience that I had in Germany. I like reversed imaged um, his photo, and it came up with his um, a blog that he wrote. He was a sports sports writer or something like that, sports journalist. So, and then just sending that information to a friend so that at least they have you know someone's real name, real photo, uh, place of work. Like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, and also, so there is um, a middle-aged stripper, and I love her Instagram account. She has courses in that, too. I definitely recommend checking her out. But she made a post about safety, and she listed some apps and websites. So some of the apps to look into are Instant Checkmate, Mr. Number, Ugly Mugs, which is in the UK and Australia, Haya, which is H-I-Y-A, and then White Pages, um, so you can check out all those um, apps to uh, kind of look into people and make sure they're safe. And then the websites, some of them were spydialer.com, verifyhim.com, freecarrierlookup.com, uh, truthfinder.com, and familytreenow.com. And then some other resources for um, FSSW is Private Delights, P411, and Safe Office. So I would... Definitely recommend checking out all those. Um, they'll help with your safety as well and just do a little background search. And yeah, so the middle-aged stripper has a lot of good content on her page, so I highly recommend checking her out as well. Next question. Hi, I've enjoyed your podcast. I'm a stripper and I go by Nikita. I'm just hoping to get some insight on Las Vegas clubs. I've already auditioned and got a job at Spearmint Rhino as well as Sapphire, but it is stepping out of my normal club environment. You've briefly mentioned Vegas in the past. I'm hoping you could comment on your experiences, good or bad, and perhaps any tips that come to mind when dealing with the Vegas scene. If I were to take a guess, I think my main struggle is figuring out how to stay within the legal balance of the club while still staying competitive with the high mileage lap dances. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions on the topic? Thank you. So... I have never worked in a Vegas club. They don't take girls without paper there. So um, I don't have experience in Vegas clubs. But I have heard from many girls that freelancing in Vegas is very lucrative. So if you are comfortable with freelancing, I would recommend that. But also you need to be smart because they do a lot of sting operations. And um, yeah, also... um, the different laws that have come out in, in the states, it's really made sex work difficult and potentially more dangerous for sex workers, just like our laws here in Canada did with Bill C-36. So I would definitely recommend you reaching out to other women in the industries in Vegas and check in with them because my knowledge is limited on the topic. But I do recommend, if you're going to Vegas, Vegas is a huge like, convention center, so I would recommend doing some research and finding out when the best conventions are. And you don't want to do, like, a home and garden convention. You want to find the conventions, like, hey, this can love titties. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, like, brides or brides dresses what convention. What do some do? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like, bridesmaid convention or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like, you know, be smart. Like, look at, like, Microsoft is when, like, um, I went out there last time. So just look at, like the different type of conventions that are probably, like, more, like, a surgeon convention would be, like, ideal. Mm-hmm. Anesthesiologist <laughs> daddies. Yeah, exactly. And then just looking at, like, the amount of people that are coming to them. So sometimes they're in the thousands. And then you also want to look at the location. Is it, you know, downtown Vegas? And then if you're smart, you get a hotel room in that um, hotel that they're 
mostly situated at. So then you could potentially meet you know, a sugar daddy walking through the hotel lobby or in the lobby um, lounge or whatever. So that would be my advice with regards to actually working in a Vegas club. I'm, I don't have much knowledge on it. So I would definitely recommend you reach out to other women who have actually worked in them. But yeah, just, you know, stay safe. Make sure you know the legal, um, your legal rights working in Vegas as a sex worker. But yeah, I hope you have great luck with it and it's super lucrative and yeah. Yeah, and let us know once you know. Yeah, like definitely hit us back and inform us. (laughs) Next question. Danny, I know you mentioned a few times that you aren't a huge drinker. How do you stay sober at work? And what do you say to guys when they try and buy you drinks slash want you to drink with them? So yeah, so I'm not a big drinker like in general in my life because I'm not a good drinker. I get like um, a little hostile. It's great. <laughs> I love drunk Danny. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I think you think you've seen me drunk once because I'm a lightweight now. I'll have like a glass of champagne and be on my ass. But um, you can't really tell that I'm drunk when I'm really drunk. The one time you came to Brandy's, I could tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've seen me drunk. Yeah. I came to Brandy's really drunk once, and I was like, yeah. Um, But, yeah, another time when we were at the... Okay, that's enough. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just remembering you, like, with your drink, trying to get the straw with your tongue. (laughs) It was super sexy. I did it for you. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm not a big drinker at work, especially because when I first started dancing, I would drink at work. And I very easily black out when I drink. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that position it put me in to not remember the dances I did or if something, you know, had happened or, or whatever. Um, and I just felt I wasn't as safe in, in that yeah. situation. So also I found my hustle was a lot better being sober. I could read the room a lot better. I had, you know, quick wit. Um, also just, you know, if something goes wrong, you can handle it better. If you need to, like, you know, handle a situation, you're in the right state of mind. And also, I find being sober at work, because we don't have job security in our industry, if you, this never happens at my club, because my club handles, you know, um, like, employee-on-employee drama very well, but I've been in other clubs where all it needed to do was, you know, the favorite dancer needed to make a comment about you, and that you want, she wanted you fired, and you get fired. Yeah. You know, there's really no proper protocol in our industry so being sober and having people know that you don't drink a lot it really puts more like power in your words if someone says something about you and they're like okay well I know her and she doesn't drink and I know she doesn't do drugs so like you're more likely telling bullshit yeah you know it just kind of gives you a little more um not leverage but you know what I mean yeah so I like that too but a hundred percent what you're saying is fair I do get guys that are like oh can I buy you a drink or like oh sit with me for a drink so if they do that, most of the bartenders at my club know that I don't drink or I rarely ever drink. So they'll, if I order something, they'll give me a virgin and not say it's a virgin. They'll make it look like it's a drink unless I actually say like, oh, can I, can I actually have this? And then they'll give me an actual drink. Like sometimes I do want a flute of champagne and they'll give that to me. But that's a good way. Then you don't have to, you know, ruin the illusion that you're this fun party girl. Yeah, and uh, in our club as well, you just ask the bartender for your usual. Like, you just say, can I have my usual? And it's usually, it's just, like, soda water and lime, and it's as seen as a vodka and soda. So, mm-hmm. like, talk to your bartenders, let them know that you're not drinking that night or you don't want to drink anymore, and then just kind of have, like, that order that you can uh, ask for, and mm-hmm. it will just give you something non-alcoholic. Yeah, and then, too, if you don't even want to sit with the guy, if they're like, oh, can I buy you a drink? They'll be like, um, how about you buy yourself a dance instead? 
mm-hmm. um, say something bad, or if they want you to sit with them, yeah, do a fake drink. Or um, I remember one time I was in this hotel, we were doing a PR party. This is years ago with me and my girlfriend. And the guys were super drunk and we had champagne. And literally every time they'd want to drink, they'd like have it, we'd like cheers and we'd like throw it over our shoulder. And there was like a huge bottle <laughs> of champagne when we like scooted out. We're like, <laughs> but um, there's definitely ways to fake drink. But yeah, if a guy, if you think you can sell a dance by drinking with a guy, yeah. then I think sometimes I'm a little more, okay, I'll have a drink, but I'll, I'll sip it very slowly. I'll have it watered down or it'll be a fake drink. Um, but yeah, usually I try to be like, oh, why don't we come back down after the dance? Yeah. Or try to really push a dance yeah, first. Yeah, it doesn't make me so thirsty. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's work up. Yeah, yeah it's so parched after a dance. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, too, like, I'm just almost feel like I don't want to have to work to convince you to go for a dance. So if yeah. you're going to be like, oh, sit with me first, like, I'm already kind of disinterested. Um, the club's yeah. busy enough that you won't have to sit with guys for drinks and, and dances, so, Yeah. Um, next question. How do you stay motivated when you don't have anyone telling you to work? (laughs) We don't. (laughs) (laughs) We are very bad examples of this. Yeah. But it's really true. Like, that's one of the blessings and the curse of our job is you can work as much as you want or Mm -hmm. you can be as lazy as you fucking want. And I usually do the latter. (laughs) I've been really bad as well. I used to be a really solid worker and I would go in, um you know, X amount of days per week and make sure I hit that. Um, I have been a little bit um, overwhelmed with university uh, stuff at the moment, but I've also been using that as an excuse. Um, I think a way that I like to keep motivated is either have a weekly, a monthly, or, um, something along the lines of that goal of what I want to work for, whether that's like how much I want to save or if I want to get, you know, all my bills paid by the 14th and then like save up for something, you know, fun for myself. Or if I have a trip that's coming up, um, like I use that as motivation to get money to go into work. So you kind of have to find other reasons to go into work that aren't just, I should go into work. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. So usually at the start of the month, I will write down the amount I need to make that month and then how much I also want to save that month and then I'll write down any days that are like a totally worth going in like a hockey game mm-hmm. or like you know a holiday I think will be good um or a long weekend or whatever and I'll write those all out and then I'll you know break down how much I need to make per night to make my goal or succeed it and then that kind of gives me some room for like if I'm feeling shit on a day I was supposed to work I just adjust the amount I need to make each night and if it's still reasonable that I'll make that amount then I'll skip that night but if I'm starting to get down to the end of the month and I'm like I need to make 3,000 a night I'm like I need to force my ass to go in um also like you said about Valentine's Day if you don't have a reason to stay home like sometimes you have to like use that mentality of like okay well I'm not benefiting not missing work right now so like I may as well just like sit at work and hopefully make some money um, but especially as I get older, um, savings is like really my motivation now to be like, okay, yeah. I need to work as much as possible because this money might not be here all the time, whether it's because of ageism and me getting older and aging out or because the strip club is just getting less lucrative every year. Yeah. And I think that really puts a fire in my ass because I've been in it so long. I see each year how much worse it is that it's like, okay, well fuck next year. I might make half this. So I need to like get my ass in gear. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's all the questions today. Um, but, okay, so I listened to a podcast called um, You Up, and they have a thing at the end of theirs called um, Red Flag or Deal Breaker. And I was like, I like this concept. So we are going to add that into ours, and it's, we're going to call it um, Should I Stay or Should I Go Now? 
Should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> we should really like have that music. Yeah. Anyway, so pretty much we're saying editing skills. <laughs> okay, not that good yet. Yeah. Um, so we're just gonna throw in five like situations a week. And, um, yeah, say, like, is this, would this be something we'd stay in the relationship or leave the relationship for? So, first, he has slept with your best friend. Would you stay or would you go? It's Not while you're together, like, before you okay, got together. Okay, I was like, wow. Well, <laughs> before you guys got together. Um, that's a really good question. I feel like I've never been in this situation because me and my best friends have had just such different types. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it depends on the relationship that they had. Like, if it was my friend's ex, I, d- I don't think so. But if it was, like, a guy that she slept with once or twice and things ended, like, amicably, I would probably stay. Mm-hmm. Depends how much I like the guy. Yeah. And how much you like your friend. <laughs> and how much I like my friend. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a conversation I would have with my friend before him, for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, I think the same thing. I I think it would be, like... Yeah, um, how was their relationship, and how is my relationship with her? Like, are we super close friends? Are we going to have to, like, hang out all three of us? Like, it'd be weird. Um, Also, maybe I would consider, like, who broke up with who. Like, did she leave him and she didn't want him anymore? And then it's like, okay, well, like, clearly she wasn't that interested. Yeah. Or was she, like, super into him, and he didn't give her the time of day, and she's heartbroken over it, and I'm like, a swoop. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Also, like, are they still talking? Like, are they, like casually fucking still like all that shit will like play into it as well like how much how long has it been since they were seeing each other yeah like am I the next girl like that I'd be like yeah 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 (laughs) like it's like yeah it's just yeah do you still smell like her vagina (laughs) and and me and my friend close enough that she would tell me if she had a problem with it yeah yeah I've had so many girls sleep with men I've been with and it really never give, and really never fucks. I mean, like, I don't care at all. Yeah. But I also think because I'm usually the one that's like, mm, I don't want that penis anymore. So, yeah. Like, you can have I'm it. done. Yeah. But I've also <laughs> had people that, like, yeah, I've also had, it's more so, like, guys that I was, like, kind of going to hang out with yeah. but didn't follow through with. And then they kind of, like, went for them. I was like, well, well like, maybe I still want to, maybe I still want to check that out later. Yeah. <laughs> like, then I kind of, like, meh. But, yeah, I think it's it depends on the situation. Yeah. And I feel like if you really believe that this person is your soulmate, like, you have to weigh up. If it's worth that friendship. Yeah. And also think, too, like, I grew up in a, I was in a small town, and if you had had that mentality, like, you couldn't, like, fuck with anyone who fucked with your friends, like, you would fuck with no one, because, you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you can't You're dying claim, alone, sweetie. Yeah, you can't claim every guy you've, like, talked to or every girl yeah. you've talked to, and that's entirely bullshit. Um, and if y'all yeah. have seen the lesbian community, like, oh my god, <laughs> you're also staying single. <laughs> yeah, that's literally when I'm on Bumble, I can tell if a girl is actually lesbian or if she's just on there for like likes and yeah. um, Instagram follows. If I go to her Instagram and she has no all lesbians, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like if you yeah, don't know, like, oh, we have like 19 mutual friends. Hey, girl, <laughs> like, all my lesbian friends, you're lesbian friends, and yeah, you're a lesbian. But like, yeah. Um, okay, he never goes down on you. Oh no! Bye. <laughs> I dated a guy for four years. I think he went down That's on cool. me twice. No. Maybe not even. Mm-mm. Twice. Mm-mm. And I've never had a single orgasm with him in four years. He was like my first real boyfriend. Yeah. And he knew I never came. Like, and he wasn't even faking it. He knew I didn't come for four years and he was totally okay with it. Ew. Right? There's, that is... Like, looking back, like, what the fuck is wrong that with That runs so much deeper than just wouldn't go down on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Um, he has a girlfriend now, Levin Taylor's... And since after me. Yeah. And just been for like three or four years, and I just wonder, like, do you come with him? 
he's a nice guy. Like, he was, like, I'm my, sure he's lovely. No, like, he was my best friend for so long after until she came in and was like, you can't be her friend anymore. Super insecure, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I dumped him. I did not want him back in yeah. his lackluster sex. But, yeah. Yeah. I but, think that's going to be a no for me because that's, that's the easiest way I come. Yeah, me too. That's how I, yeah. it's hard for me to come on a dick. It's usually, yeah, coming on a mouth. But, um, yeah, and I think more so it just translates into, like, other areas of the relationship. Yeah. Like, you're probably just, like, a, a very, like, selfish person in other areas of your life. Did you go down on him? All the time. I Ugh. always sucked his dick. Probably, like, once a day. Once yeah. A day. And he went, He oh, had the I best, he had had the best days of my sex life. Like, you know, he, like, I was so eager to yeah. please. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. I know. No, sorry. Yeah. So that's a new from both of us. Yeah. Uh, Guys, if you don't, why... Do you, if you guys don't go down on girls, tell tell me why. Because I love eating box. Why can't you love eating box? <laughs> and I like, I like sucking dick, too. Like, yeah. It's just more so, too. Like, that's what most of, my, most of the things I'm into. Um, I don't have any, like, I have a couple of concrete things I love. But most of the things kind of, like, ebb and flow with my partner because turning someone on, I like. Yeah. So if, like, you love this, then I will eventually start to like it because I see how much it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like to please my partner. Like, I, just, I think women are more like that than men, but... I, yeah, I can't even fathom being like, I'm never going to suck your dick. Yeah. Also, like, you're just, like, begging them to cheat on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Not that cheating is ever yeah. condoned. Um, number three, they slid into everyone's DMs before they met you. Have they stopped sliding into everyone's yeah. DMs? I'm here for it. Ugh. My ex, like, my 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 most recent yeah. boyfriend was like that. Like, every girl on Instagram, he would, like, I'd go through their, if I went to, like, literally any girl came off my feed, if I went, like, deep enough into her Instagram, it was, like, blah, 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 like this photo, blah, 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 like this photo, yeah. blah, blah, and, like, every fucking girl, and then I'd ask, like, how do you know her? He's, like, oh, I DM'd her, or, like, oh, I tried to hang out with her, oh, I, like, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and it's, like, oh, my God, you were so desperate, and then it makes me almost embarrassed, it's, like, oh, none of these bitches wanted you, <laughs> you tried, for God's sake, yeah. you tried, and no one wanted your ass, and I'm, like, are they looking at me being, like, oh, God, he finally caught someone, like, <laughs> Oh, um, I, I just thought it was embarrassing. Because, like, it's nice yeah. to have something that, like, other people want but can't have. Yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, I don't know. I'm also just so here for, like, shooting a shot, you know? Like, what's the difference between sliding in girls' DMs and, like, liking people on Tinder? Yeah, but that's another thing I don't like. Like, I don't like a guy that's been on, like, a lot of dating apps. Like, that's, like, a turn off to me. Like, I would, so like... I'm sorry. <laughs> we're literally never going to have a day. But, <laughs> but, yeah, like, that, those things, like, I don't go on dating apps. The only times I really go on dating apps is um, for work-related stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, and, like, yeah, I, I just... I, all of that kind of, to me, reeks of desperation. <laughs> and, like, I just... <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> blow after blow. But, um... Rip. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, like, a guy that's, like, swipes right on, like, every single thing with a vagina or slides yeah. into every DM and, like, tries to get girls' attention, likes every Instagram model's photo, follows all the girls on Instagram. It's, like, just so, like, desperate. That I'm, yeah, like, yeah, I know. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> This is just like shit on Riley podcast. <laughs> so it's a no from me, but you're clearly okay with it. They're, they're your doppelganger. <laughs> to just don't date someone who you know you wouldn't do what they do. Yeah, you know that's. I think that's true. I think that's exactly why because I'm not that person. Yeah, I'm just um, desperate. It's fine. <laughs> so desperate, <like> desperate. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm not okay. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so am. Uh, okay. 
Number four, they... Okay, so you are at a guy's house. Yeah. And you go to go to the washroom. You go to wash your hand. There's no soap. There's no bar of soap or anything. And you say, oh, you're like, you don't have any soap in your bathroom. And he goes, oh, I don't use soap. I just rinse. <laughs> That's going to be Here we go. I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen that meme? You know that one that um, it's the... Spongebob. No, no, no. <laughs> I, it's the, uh, the lady trying kombucha, and her face is, first of all, like, what the hell? And then, like... Oh, oh the one where it's, like, fucking old man's money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so I saw this one. It was, like, a bar of soap with a hole in it, and it's, like, what do you do if you see this hole, like, this soap in someone's shower? And then... It's a dick's clean. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> that was the second photo. Right? You're, like, ooh, and then you're, like... That dick clean though. <laughs> True. But back to the actual question. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, for me, this is a huge leave because I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm just like, I lo- I take personal hygiene seriously. I yeah. shower usually twice a day because yeah. I don't care about the environment. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Anyways. Um, and I'm like, I love perfume. I love smelling nice. I yeah. brush my teeth. I floss my fucking teeth. Yeah. You know, um, I just like, yeah, I just, I like personal hygiene, and that's a huge deal breaker for me. So, if a guy doesn't wash his hands, like, even after he goes to the, your, your guys touch yeah. their dicks and they go to the washroom, and, like, you wipe your ass when you do your number two. Yeah. Like, are you content, you telling me you don't wash your hands after you, like, wipe your fucking asshole, and then you yeah. come and, like, eat food with me? <laughs> <laughs> or you put your fingers in my mouth during sex? <laughs> No, okay, yeah, that's, that's a no for me. Yeah, it's, and also, too, so that it just boys. translates into, like, you're a child. Yeah. Like, you can't adult properly. It's like not have. I mean, uh, this is, again, desperate loves desperate. This is like not having a bed frame, and I did not have one for, like, years. <laughs> yeah. It, but it's, or, like, no sheets or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. grow up. Yeah. I know. I agree. Um, okay, last one. He, they, he or she, they don't shave their genitals at all. Like, no grooming at all. Um... That would depend on, like, how tidy it is, naturally, I think. Have you seen a bush? It's not naturally tidy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, like no shaving at all. No trimming. No, like, putting into a cute little heart shape. Like, <laughs> like a little, little strip. <laughs> yeah, a little landing strip. Um, yeah, that might, be a, that might be a go for me. I have, like, slept with someone, dated a woman who... Like did it was it wasn't bare like it was a decent sized bush but like it was clean and like trimmed and that didn't bother me. You're looking at me so disgusted right oh. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ew, I no. You, I don't even like. I don't even like a little bit of hair. I like bare, but I'm also I'm yeah. an lizard, right? So like I don't have hair. Um, even like guys that like it's like an inch long or like half an inch long or like a millimeter long, like gross, shave it. Like I really, like, oh, I, I like everything bare. Okay, yeah, no, I like, I don't mind a little bit of hair, but I also have a little bit, so I don't know. I just I I feel womanly with it, so why should I tell someone else to? I think it's not to me. It's like womanly or manly or anything. It's just like um, hair keeps smelling more, and there's it's nothing worse than when you're like deep throating and you have to breathe through your nose and then it's like 
<laughs> I guess so. I mean, it depends how, like, how into personal hygiene they are. Like, yeah, if you're the guy well. that doesn't have fucking silk yeah, in your head. Yeah, and your fucking pubes are a mess. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and you fucking signed every DM. Yeah. And you're on fucking Tinder. <laughs> you know who you are, too. <laughs> 100%. That guy that's on Tinder all the time that doesn't have soap yeah. also does not shave his pubes. Yeah. Gross. It's a hell of a um, uh, If it's absolutely nothing, I'm going to go. But if they're keeping it, like, tidy, trimmed, but it's still happening, I'm here for it. Okay. If so, if um, you're on Tinder, you're signed to DMs, and yeah. you got a little bit of pubes, <laughs> Riley's available. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and do not even come near my fucking page if that's you. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's all we have time for today because I need to get the fuck out of here. But as always, um, comment, message, question, whatever. Uh, DM me at um, five zero plus a tip Instagram or my personal Instagram at Dan underscore Nad or email at five zero plus a tip at gmail.com and you can hit Riley up at Van City Riley. It's bare like the vaginas that Danny likes. <laughs> it is very bare. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit me up. Ask me questions. Yeah. Yeah. Riley will bring I'll questions. <laughs> Yeah, like, maybe I can contribute to this podcast. <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> awesome. Okay, as always, follow and subscribe and rate and all that good shit. Yeah. It's on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and www.50plusatip.com. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Have a wonderful week, guys, and happy hoeing. Bye. Bye. Bye.